live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts. Welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Smokin' Nicole. So, uh, we're live, guys. Yeah, I know. There's a there's a sound over intro that we wait for. And just as it ended, you spoke up and I was just about to lean into the intro. <laughs> so, what, what sound, though? What's the intro? What's it say? Have you ever met my friend Matt? I... I don't know if he Looks has. a little bit like Superbad. Real deep voice. <laughs> yeah, so there's a, yeah, there's a voiceover? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Do you want to repeat what it says? That's, a, that's uncomfortable. Should I do it like trying to... Yeah. I, can't, I can't go that low. Try to do it his way, though. <sighs> right. On the air? Yeah. I don't make a fool of myself. It's I mean, fine. It's, just, the just fuck? Give it a shot. Well... <laughs> <laughs> so so for those of you tuning in, the, vo- the voiceover you can always hear, but if we have a guest on, they can't hear it. Yeah. And, and John hasn't been, and I don't think John's been on since it's been there, because he's been away for a little while, being a family man. But do it. Um, you're like putting me on the spot. Come on. Well, well, the thing is, it's just weird because if you don't know that it's there on our end, we're just staring at each other, and I'm like. Uh. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, on, normally with the guests, we tell them, and oh. I just didn't tell you because I didn't it's, think. And it's I'm not, been that long because we started um, the intro. Because it's for the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios, and that's the intro. Um, yeah, he just says live from the J.C. The... Newman Cigar Studios in yeah. Boston, Massachusetts. Welcome to the Smoking Tobacco Show <laughs> with your host. Oh, Matt okay. Tobacco. See, that Smoking makes tobacco. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But so, yeah, it's perfect. So, no, I just thought we were staring at each other, and I'm like, all right. So, is this what happened to the show? Now we just stare at each other. Yeah. And we just start talking. My apologies. Right? I did not brief you on some of the changes that were made while we were no. away. Um, well, hey, good evening. Welcome to the show, right? And starting this weekend, the Spare Notes show will start off as live from the Drew Estate Cigar Studios. Welcome to the Spare Notes series with yes. Matt Tobacco and William Cooper. We have a new studio sponsorship for that show and which a new backdrop is coming. Well, it's for here. that show. It's right here. Yeah. It's in a bag. I haven't taken it out yet. <laughs> it's ready to roll, though, for this weekend. So uh, don't miss the Spare Notes show this weekend because once again, William Cooper is ready to get fired up. Um <laughs> I know he's listening. Um, so, uh, hello, Coop. Good evening. I hope you're enjoying your meal because I know that's what he's doing right now. Um, it's time for him and his wife to share a meal and kind of decompress before they get into uh, the show later tonight. So, mm. don't miss that. Um, but, no, thank you for being here, guys. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, John's been away, as I said, uh, being a family man. Once again, we're very proud of you, and we love all three of you very, very much. Um, so, thank you for being back. It's great to be here. Um, now, if you came here looking for Abe Dababna from Smoke In, um, or, or KMA, if that's how you know him, um, he unfortunately cannot be here tonight because he is very sick. Yep. And so we have rescheduled that show for Tuesday because Abe wanted to come on and talk a little bit about the great smoke. And, um, and he, he teased us because he has a he big has, announcement. He has some announcements to make that he's going to make on the show. Yes. So don't forget to turn it tune into that show it'll be this coming tuesday i think that's the fourth it is the fourth at 5 p.m 5 p.m eastern so special show we will repost it again um, yes just we'll, to get we'll get there very so uh unfortunately once again abe couldn't be here we, we wish him um we hope he feels better yeah we wish him a speedy recovery yep. um that he's okay um and we will s- we'll sit down with him on tuesday night but for now we want to sit down and kind of do a little year in review since we didn't even it didn't even click to us. This is our last show of 2021. So yeah. here we are. John's back. 
A uh, lot we can ask him about, a lot he can fill us in on. First things first, uh, Nicole, what are you smoking over there? Ooh. So um, this sounds horrible to those of you listening at home, but I'm smoking uh, <coughs> Matthew's birthday gift. I had, <laughs> I had bought him a, a bundle of these, um, and it is the Davidoff Dominicana. The Toro. Um, the Toro. Which and you can find at our um, – I'm sorry. I butchered that. <laughs> You're um, really if you head over to twoguyscigars.com, uh, you can find that cigar for $24.19 per cigar or a box of 10 for $228.99. Um, that is uh, a great cigar that I want to say that came out this year. Um, fantastic. And it's like I told Nicole. It's not like she says, like, oh, I feel bad smoking your birthday gift. It's like all that was was just an excuse to buy cigars. But so do we ever not once, need an excuse? Once they're here, and <laughs> just, it doesn't really matter. It was just an excuse to spend the money. That's all it is. <laughs> so don't feel bad. Uh, I'm smoking the Arturo Fuente Double Chateau. A box of 20 of those will set you back $155.99. Uh, John, what are you smoking with us tonight? I'm smoking the brand new, coming out in a couple weeks, the Golden Anniversary uh, TAA 50th Tercera Edition. This is the third edition. And uh, this was... This was the 2021 version. Um, obviously, it got pushed back from 2020 because of the COVID situation. Uh, so this is the 2021 model. It's a uh, six and a half by 58 box press chisel. And the one that I'm smoking here is the Maduro version, which is the first version that's going to be hitting shelves. Oh, I have uh, one of those. A natural version as well. Yep. Yep. Those, those are great. I gave you, uh, yeah, I gave you some samples of those. The the samples actually went out almost two years ago. Um, so. <laughs> I'm really excited to have this out. It's a great smoke, really substantial. Uh, looks great, the packaging, and that's what I'm lighting up tonight. I got one of uh, one of the only boxes that are in existence until uh, the new year. Awesome. Absolutely, and those will also be available at twoguyscigars.com, so don't forget to go over there and check that out. That is the number two, guyscigars.com. Uh, John, so it's been a pretty successful year for all of us. Um you became a dad. You also got married to your sweetheart. Uh, look, look, look at the way he grins and gets red when you ring it up. Like, <laughs> no, no, it's not, so it's giddy. Not that, <laughs> so much shit has gone on in the last 365 days. I just need a break, man. Uh, you know, we've had, we had a record-breaking year in terms of cigar business. Um, I got into in the, in the last 365 days. I got into a relationship, engaged, married, had a baby. I uh, had gender reveal parties, had engagement parties. Um, I just did got wrapped up two Christmases because we had a big Latin family down here in Orlando, and we were up in Maine uh, for the week uh, of Christmas in the Northeast there. So it's man, it's just been a marathon of a year. I mean, I I don't think there's anything I haven't done in this last three hundred sixty-five days. And I've told my wife, and I've told you I'm close with. Twenty twenty-two is going to be. I'm going to focus on my work. I'm going to focus on my family. And there's nothing new is going to really happen. We're, we're going to take like a year and just see what happens. Because um, uh, this last year was a marathon, man. It was it was a marathon and a sprint at the same time. Mm-hmm. I know. Even, you know, even, you know, you and I being as close as we are, um, we haven't had, had time to really, you know, chat or hang out a lot lately either because we've both, we've both just had so much going on. Um, it really has. It's been a crazy year, um, especially when you're becoming a parent, too. I mean, I, I know that that's definitely going to be um, – it's a handful. So um, just well, the, baby's been, the baby's been a blast, man. She's 10 weeks old tomorrow. Uh, she sleeps well. She's been great. She had her first cold. Um, she fought that off in like two or three days. 
so the baby's been really, really good, and she's been uh, certainly a blessing and a fun time. Uh, but this, you know, 2022 for me, there's a lot to reflect on in this last year. 2022 for me needs to be a year of um, not doing everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, in, it's going to be a, it's going to be a marriage, baby. Every it was it was just a lot. It's going to be a very down low, chill year. Just trying <laughs> to enjoy the ride. Um, yeah, I'll agree. You know, and you know, you touched on that. It was a record breaking year in cigar sales, not only for you but for most people in the industry. I mean, we talk about, you know, what happened this year. I mean, it was weird. That's the first thing you should say. It was weird. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. Just a lot of unconventional things happened. New things happened. Things changed. Uh, trade show. Definitely a different trade show. Smaller. It was weird. First show back. COVID. Um, cigar there were events. events that happened. Cigar events that happened. So, uh, cigar events that were canceled. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. So, I mean, there's a lot of things, I mean, you know, but the biggest thing is the industry, you know, there's another boom of cigars. It's it's very safe to say that. There is a new cigar boom happening right now. Um, Companies like LFD, all the major manufacturers, the smaller manufacturers got a lot more exposure this year, I I think, um, than they maybe would have years past. Um, But I think this year was definitely a good year for the smaller companies to grow. Um, The bigger companies continue to flourish, um, although that also comes with, you know, you're seeing a lot of those companies just being so backordered or backed up just because there's such a demand. And like John always has said during the year, congratulations to the consumers because they have yeah. officially <laughs> outsmoked the manufacturer's capability to produce product because um, that demand is through the roof. Everybody wants cigars. Um, yep. it's, been, it's been good, though, because that's good business. People are selling. People got money coming in. It's great for the industry. Um, but also insanely busy just insanely busy uh people like john and 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 the gomez family who owns la flor dominicana like trying to keep up with that and and make sure that their customers are satisfied retailers they got people coming in they may have an online business they got orders going left and right you know abe down at smoke in he just built a new warehouse just to keep up with this online demand i mean they're they're, i mean you look at it from every angle you ask everyone they're telling you like wow we had to really (laughs) just step up our game this year like, it was just a lot more going on. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's been a good year. Uh, and it's been really busy. And it's been good for us as well. You know, we've we've definitely accomplished a lot this year. And, you know, we have a lot more we want to achieve. But 2021 was good to us. Um, so, I, and I think that that's safe to say. And, and I'm really confident in that. Um, and I think it was a great year. And I'm really happy with how it turned out, even just for our team. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think you're going to see – I think you're going to see 2022 – as good as 2021 was for some smaller and medium-sized brands, I think 2022 is going to be even bigger um, because you'd think in, at the beginning of 2021, there was still a lot of uncertainty. Factories were at partial capacity for most of the first half of 2021. Um, so you're going to have these these smaller brands, smaller manufacturers. You know, the, the large, I would say the top four or five manufacturing um you know, manufacturers in this business and then brands uh, alike probably had the most growth over the last two years simply because they're 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 at the capacity to make production increases quicker um, you know when you when you're smaller you can make decisions faster but to make a production change you need to uh, have more tobacco you need to have more rollers xyz it takes a lot more effort as a smaller company to bring those in because you have less people managing 
the, the whole process. So I think you're going to see in 2022 even more growth and even more success for some smaller uh, manufacturers, smaller brand owners. The medium-sized companies are still going to really flourish. Those big companies have a large number to compete against uh, for two straight years. And this industry doesn't grow traditionally double digits like it has been growing in large double digits. So 2022 is going to be really great, I believe, for small brands, uh, brands that got really established over this last year or two. Um, and then traditional manufacturers who are not you know, large publicly traded companies um, you know, or just large tobacco corporations, it's going to be a really good year. Um, and 2021 really was a year of setting up uh, for that success. So I think you're going to start to see a lot of that. And internally, uh, the larger companies are going to have some more challenges, a little slower growth. And then you'll see these smaller and moderate sized companies experiencing significant growth. Um, and then I think you'll probably get to in 2023 where things kind of level out and, and become a little more of the status quo. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that 2022 will be a good year. Um, I think that um, and no. I'm curious to see what comes out. We had some really innovative yeah. things that came out of 2021, whether it be cigars or events, um, you know, even your smoke session events like that was very new for the yeah. for the cigar industry. The virtual great smoke of last year. <laughs> yeah, that was huge. That um, was record setting. I, if I, if I remember correctly. I mean, that, yeah. that, I mean, that is just that was really insane and in and, and a this this was supposed to be a TGS hype video for next year, so we'll talk about this. I mean, that was great. I think they did a great job with that, the way they pivoted and they made it all virtual. You know, twenty twenty two is going to be half and half, um, which will be interesting. Yeah, in so itself, uh, it, it, it's very and a lot of a lot of new things did happen. You know, we saw people like Michael Herklotz. Now Michael's watching with us tonight, so I want to say hello to Michael. Um, but I saw him. I saw him watching. But that reminded me. You know, you you see someone like Michael who. Who closed down huge iconic brand? Shut down the Nat Sherman Townhouse, Nat Sherman International, acquired the trademarks for the brands, went, restarted, and re released and relaunched those brands plus his own brand under his new company, Ferio Tago, uh, with his partner, Brendan Scott. Um, in a very short time, he did that, they, they, they did that pretty quickly, relatively. They did it. They did it all through the whole pandemic. So yeah. talk about, I mentioned in the show, like a lot of things happening. Like talk about on a professional level, like a guy like Michael, everything professionally that could have happened to him happened to him in the last like 18 months, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so he had, to he, had a, he had a really significant position with a real iconic brand. They end up closing that down. He closes that down real gracefully. At the same time, trying to pivot to figure out what the next step is. And then the next step being acquiring acquisition of those brands and then restarting something from the ground up um, at the same time. I mean, that's a pretty quick turnaround if you think about it, especially just for two people uh, right. running that site. That, that's, that's a, in, in terms of professionally, you can't really have, um, a, you know, it's really an example of full circle. <laughs> so, I mean, they did the whole, the whole ride. And for those of you tuning in, um, actually, next Thursday is Michael Hartgott's is going to be our first guest of 2020. Well, I can't say first guest now. I guess first primetime guest of 2022. Right. Um, since we uh, moved Abe's episode to Tuesday. Um, but Sorry, Michael. Michael. You were supposed to be number one, but... <laughs> But now well, he technically is. It's a special edition. Yes. It's a spe yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's our prime dine. So we'll we'll dive into his that story and journey for him um, next week. A, a Absolutely, that's going to be a great episode. 
so so don't miss that one. We also have a um, a special announcement to make on that show that'll be very appropriate. That's all I'm gonna say. So make sure you tune in. That's my teaser. That's my that's my teaser for next week's show. Um, so make sure you watch that show because we will make a special announcement while Michael is with us. So keep that in mind and don't miss that show. Um, but yeah, no. So a, a lot of good things, you know, like I like I said, and like we've said, you know, that have been covered here, and a lot of great things. You know, we we do look ahead to 2022. What do we expect to see? Um, I mean, it's hard to say, you know, pandemic-wise, because, you know, right now, currently, you know, there's a lot more uh, COVID. It seems to me like there's a lot more people who have it right now, a lot more people getting sick again. So it'll be interesting to see how that kind of changes or alters kind of where we're at with that and how that affects everything else going forward. My prediction is it's going to be kind of a similar pattern to last year where the winter was hit hard. And then as the warmer months start to come back, it kind of fades back down again. People are outside and it's more spread out or, or however it works. And, you know, things will be better for the warmer months. Um, that's my prediction that we'll see in terms of that stuff, how that affects mm-hmm. the year. Um, but, I mean, it, it's anyone's game at this point. I'm curious, though. So for um, listeners tuning in, what are some things that you want to see from the cigar industry? Either things that have already happened that you want to see continue or, you know, are there new ideas that you have that someone should do? <laughs> Tell me. I want to yeah, know. Be, and be specific. Yeah, and be specific. Don't hold Don't back. just be like, yeah, don't be like, I just want innovative things. Like, that. that's not yeah. specific. That's really general. Uh, that's not an idea. So, it, yeah, if there's something you want to see, yeah. specifically say what it is. You know, tell, outline it. Let, let people know. This is a great uh, channel for it. I, I ask people that occasionally and. Sometimes I get response like, oh, just be innovative. And I'm like, well, I'm asking you what you'd like to see as a consumer. Um, you know, be specific. You know, maybe hey, and maybe we'll do it. You know, it's as true. a manufacturer, yeah. maybe we'll do it. As a show, I mean, maybe we'll do it too. Like anything. Like this year too, I, packaging was so innovative. Oh, that was yeah. a huge thing. The, ad, the advent calendars, some beautiful boxes. The um, uh, What was the one we just got from uh, Joe Grow? The un- Oh, the Antonio. The Antonio. Yeah. So that, was, that was impressive. That was really cool. If you see that box, once you're done smoking what's inside, you can actually hang it on your wall and it's a piece of art. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a, it's a twofer. Like that's a really cool idea. Yeah. Matt, Matt Booth came out with the uh, the rebirth of Namakubi for Alzheimer's Awareness, yeah. um, which was available in a standard like 10-count box of just the cigars. Um, or you can get what we got was the the casket of the 10 coffins <laughs> um, and it was long yeah. and it's purple and you open it up and all of the individual coffins inside um, were also painted with one large Namakubi. Uh, it was really cool, really colorful. Uh, so stuff like that. Rocky Patel came out with uh, Disciple white label in the 60 to commemorate his 60th birthday, uh, his which 60, was his, yeah, his 60 packaging and everything looked really nice. Yes. Yep. And yeah. in addition, I've seen to the white label; it's good, but the '60s over the top. Oh yeah. And in addition to those lines, I think it was all three lines. Um, he also released matching humidors for yep. those lines too, which we saw at PCA. Very beautiful, you know. And I have to say, on, on in terms of Rocky Patel, um, Rocky Patel makes good stuff. Big company, big brand, well-known brand. I just feel like the last few years, it's just been kind of a little going through the motions, um, and I feel like in 2021. With those new releases, he really came back and was like, no, I'm Rocky Patel. I'm here. Don't forget about me. 
because those three releases were absolutely amazing. The Rocky Patel 60 was our number three cigar of the year, yep. um, which was tough because the, the top three, the, the, those, the top three alone were very tough. They all were up for cigar of the year, and you know it, it came down to what it came down to, and we'll get into that later. Yeah. But um, we'll yeah, Rocky, Rocky did a really, really good job this year. Um, brought his A game. Brought his A game. He really did. Um, their, their booth was busy at PCA. They had a lot of new stuff to show. Uh, and the cigars spoke for themselves. Really good stuff. So I'm really happy to see that coming out of Rocky Patel, too. And then, of course, um, there is um, there's all the companies that we didn't see at trade shows in 2021, um, like LFD, you know, uh, McAuliffe, our, a lot of our, you know, our friends over there, um, who, you know, they, they kind of took the year to step back and just focus on, you know, their inventory, their sales, their clients, instead of going to the trade shows and, and you know, stuff like that and, and trying to get new customers or trying to sell more product they already don't have. Um, so I think definitely this was a big growing year for a lot of companies too. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how those companies move forward for 2022. John, being the uh, executive vice president of sales for La Flor Dominicana, this is totally in your realm. Um, speaking on behalf of your own company, um, where do you guys expect to be for 2022? So we, we just wrapped up today uh, one of our top months in the history of the company in terms of shipping. Okay. Uh, so and then so uh, the 2022 is going to start off with a bang. We've got a bunch of projects in the pipeline. The factory's back to full capacity. Um, we we started a rolling. Uh, we sorry we re-upped and kind of re-energized our rolling school uh, towards the middle of last year. Um, so we were packed with rollers. It's a, it's a great situation going into the new year. Uh, so I, I'm really happy where we're at. Um, we have, obviously there's a lot of back orders and there's challenges uh, with meeting demand. Uh, you know, when demand is exponentially higher than what you make, uh, that's that's challenging. And I tell people too, I mean, back orders exist because the cigars are sold. Um, you know, and then for us, we make a finite, you know, set amount of cigars each year and we slowly increase production um as we're allowed to so 2022 should kick off real strong so we got four or five different projects in the pipeline season two of the gourmet smoke sessions is going to kick off uh around late february early mid-march uh depending on what's going on uh, around the country coronavirus wise don't anticipate anything uh along the lines like a shutdown or anything like that that we saw in 2020 but uh there's some new projects with that um, we're going to kind of adjust the way uh, that the, the smoke sessions work. It's going to be essentially a culinary tasting of uh, dishes from around the world, each dish paired with cigars at each event. And then we're also going to branch those out. Uh, season two is going to be anywhere between 25 to 40 events uh, that we're going to have. So oh, we're wow. going to really make that big and, uh, and go with that. And then I said we got four or five other projects coming out. TAA uh, from the last two years is now hitting retailers here in the next few weeks. And then we've got the next TAA coming in March. Uh, so we'll have something special lined up for that. That'll be late in 2021. Uh, sorry, late in 2022 or early 23. Uh, so, yeah, it's just going to be an exciting year. There's a lot going on. I said, I think it's a great time to be a medium to small size manufacturer, brand owner in the premium cigar business. It's really robust. There's tons of new customers. There's new stores opening up, new high-end lounges. Uh, so I'm looking forward to being able to engage with more of them next year. Um, is you know we really had a hold on new customers over the last 18 months uh, so yeah it's, it's exciting man I, i'm really looking forward to the new year i'm going to be down in miami next week kicking off uh kicking it off with our sales team um i'm going to finish the expansion of our sales team 
in the first quarter of the year. So we'll be back to full strength with that. So a lot of exciting stuff going on, man, industry-wide, personally with the LFD. Uh, it's, it's, 2022 is going to be a great year in the premium cigar business. It's just going to be fun. So we have a comment from Chad Manson. I'd like to see more 10-count boxes. Love them. Was able to pick up quite a few this last year. Now, as a manufacturer, John, how do you respond to something like that? What is your thoughts on 10-count well, you know, boxes? I love 10-count boxes, and it can't just be 10-count boxes uh, for the sake of having it a 10-count box. It's got to have the right product in it. It's either going to be uh, somewhat of a value proposition, where, in my opinion, $100 or less for the price of the box, or uh, a real high-end price point. Uh, you know, you look at, like, the Davidoff 10-counts, like the Chef's Edition. I think it was, like, almost $500 bucks, um, here in the Tiger. So the 10-counts have really have their place, uh, you know, as I said, as a value proposition or as a high-end purchase uh, with a small quantity of it. Uh, you know, we do well, quite a bit of 10 count boxes, um, but it's still, you know, at the end of the day, it's the, 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 you know, the 20 counts and above are really what um, you end up moving more of just because people grab them by the box or they grab them as individuals out of the retailer shelves. Yep. Um, so you tend to see more of those out there simply because of that. But yeah, I think 10 count boxes is a great thing, but Again, it can't just be done for the sake of doing it. It's got to have a strategy. It's got to be, like I said, $100 or less for the box of 10 um, or a high-end product. Something in between is kind of is, uh, you know, tends to not be the most successful. Yeah, and just from a consumer standpoint, I mean, especially I feel like there's a, a lot of people who are, I don't want to call them scar collectors, but they like the variety in their humidor, right? So they don't want to commit to something more um, than 10. You know, you like a stick, you want... Uh, a, a handful of them in your arsenal but you don't necessarily need 20 or more um right so 10 is kind of i feel like a good count so you don't get overwhelmed <laughs> yeah i mean i i guess it yeah i guess it depends on how you're looking at it yeah. and, and who's looking at it and, and i understand both sides of that yeah. too um and i think again that's kind of why what john said makes sense where they kind of have their place with certain things um you know limited editions really high ends or or um you know, kind of like John said, like around a hundred bucks for like a, like a, well, go ahead. I was just going to say, well, finish your thought. Cause I well, no, I mean, that's really it. Yeah. I just, well, limited editions, that's a whole topic in itself. I feel like this year there were so many limited edition cigars that came out. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I think that, um, we definitely saw a lot of limited editions, a lot of new stuff, a lot of, you know, some of them we've already, you know, mentioned and, and covered. So, um, and that, and I, and for me, I'm the kind of person I love that stuff. So it's as exciting for me to see. Some people maybe not so much. They they're not into that stuff. Maybe they smoke different stuff. Um, and that's fine too. But yeah, definitely seeing manufacturers get more creative um, with some of their releases too, which has been really nice. Oh yeah. Really cool. I mean, look at with you know again with the great smoke. You know, Abe has some of those limited TGS. Yeah releases those were all small like 10 they, count releases they just did the um the steve Saka yeah, one steve was, Saka last was last night last night um i'm Should trying to remember who's next um, um I talking know. about limited steve Saka, um still well star yeah still well star cigar very interesting uh the use of pipe tobacco inside a cigar John. did you guys smoke that not yet we we, 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 we have we have a to. bunch of them but <laughs> we just have to we just it. haven't gotten to it yet um but yeah i mean have you tried it yet but it's had I glowing reviews. Like, it's had great reviews yeah. everywhere. Mm. I, I really don't know why I haven't tried it. Uh, the the newest cigar I've smoked uh, that I really enjoyed, I smoked the Davidoff Hero of the Tiger. That was 
That was ridiculously good. Yeah, I, I haven't actually grabbed one of those yet, and I gotta do that before they're gone. Um, but I, I have heard a lot of good things about that one. And um, audience who are listening, curious to know if you smoked the Stillwell Star, what your thoughts are. Please share with us. Um, and two, best, I guess, limited cigars that you've had this year that came out. Anything new that came out this year that you loved? That's what I want to know. And Chad is telling us, no, that Espinosa is next. So I think it's Espinosa, and then I think Rim 101, and then I think there's one more. I think Sorry. there's um, Ventura. Yes. I think is is in there too. I don't. I think that's the last one. Um, I could be wrong, but I know I know that they're in there too. Yep. Um, in terms of the great smoke releases, so Sorry, definitely I keep an eye on those too. Put it in, but and that's interesting, even how they're doing their limited releases this year versus last year. Well, yeah, if you were part of the Great Smoke last year and you were watching the broadcast and you were trying to get some of that stuff, you saw how crazy it kind of got and then people were all upset after. And and I get it too. I mean, some people were disappointed that kind of the way it went down. So I think they tried to do it a little differently this year by spreading it out more and giving people a better chance to do it. I get that too, and it seems to be working so far. I haven't heard much of people complaining about it so it seems to be working well for them which is nice to see so yep. hats off to them for that um let's hit our news really quick oh yeah all right our news segment is brought to you by mcauliffe cigars if you head over to mcauliffecigars.com you can sign up to be an official mcauliffe ambassador we will receive an official coin number and while you're at it pick up a, a mcauliffe tasting passport for a chance to win some awesome prizes from mcauliffe cigars um rocky patel we talked about before. Rocky yep. Patel creates a cigar to support New York retailers. Uh, there is a new Rocky Patel cigar that has been created to support the New York Tobacconist Association, an advocacy group for cigar, uh, New York cigar retailers. The NYTA Rocky Patel Empire went on sale this week as a 6x52 Toro made in Honduras using a blend of Honduran tobacco and Nicaraguan tobacco. The MSRP is set at $11.99 per cigar, and Rocky Patel Premium Cigars, Inc. will be donating the proceeds of the sales to of that cigar to the NYTA. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Yeah. It's, an, it's you know, it's a, it's nice to see some, some, like, smaller support for cigar associations rather than just the whole thing. Not that we don't need that. We always need that with on the, on the, on the grand scale, but seeing something, um, um, oh, why is it uh, state specific? Sorry, I don't know why that was eluding me. Um, really, really interesting. Something yeah. a little bit different. Um, we, can, we can always use stuff like that. John, what's your what's, what are your thoughts on that? You're He's muted. muted. <laughs> Sorry, John. Yeah, the, the train went by. Ah. <laughs> uh, no, the I, the NYTA. I, I used to be really heavily involved with that when I was a sales uh, rep up in the Northeast, and uh, they're they're you know New York's. Have, one of the highest populated states in the country and there's tons of great cigar retailers up there um you know and they have significant tax um you know significant tax li- you know liabilities in regards to shipping and premium tobacco products so uh yeah i think it's great and they do a great job up there it's in new york's one of our top markets so uh, we you know we love projects like that and the nyta uh has been you know they, they've been pretty successful with with some of their tax situations uh, you know, there was a while there where they, they essentially had a cap, uh, but all of that changed. I know they're back up to like 75% now. We'll, we'll see what happens in the future um, in that state. But uh, anything the state organizations can do to, to get people involved in regards to the consumer base 
Uh, and that's, you know, the concept with the Rocky Patel and, and any other exclusive that may be coming from the NYTA with that is to get the consumers involved. Same concept with the CRA packs, uh, those types of situations. So I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I was saying before, it's great to see that kind of stuff. Always support um, the, the big organizations, but don't forget about your local organizations, too. Um, you know, some people earlier this year were upset with some things that happened in their state. Um, one of the, it wasn't the end all be all, but one of the responses to that was, Hey, we'll really get involved with your, your state cigar association as well. Um, find out how to help them, get them information, get information from them, whatever. Um, you know, not just PCA and CAA and CRA and all that, but we always talk about, um, but also, you know, your, your local organizations too. That's, that's a big deal. So always um don't don't forget about them that's the best thing i can i can say with that and i love um you know all these releases there are other ones that um they've had releases where portions have gone to charity so rare pink was one that we saw yes um also the namakubi i believe yes was alzheimer's uh, was for alzheimer's yep. and so um, rare pink was for breast cancer yep yep but i think those are great and as a consumer i wouldn't mind paying a few dollars more to support something yeah. Even as uh, for it being limited edition or whatnot. Absolutely. Um, I mean, yeah. you look at Arturo Fuentes' um, um, Heaven and Earth collection, the, the Fuente Age selection that they do with their the really high-end Opus stuff. All that stuff goes – I don't even know if most people realize this. The, the, the sales from that all goes to Cigar Family Charitable Foundation. That's, that's what that's mostly for, yeah. if you didn't know. Like Purple Rain, Rare Black, and the BBMFs, all that stuff. Opus 22, that all goes to Cigar Family Charitable Foundation, um, which is huge and gives so much to those kids in the Dominican. And actually, should we? We should. This is a we good should. segue. We should. This is a great segue. So um, today, um, we sort of finalized our timeline for our second annual Smoke and Tobacco Anniversary uh, Charity Raffle mouthful right there um for the cigar family charitable foundation so yes. last year for our anniversary um we had this wild raffle that morphed into something way bigger than we ever anticipated um so at first we were just gonna partner with uh fuente and raise money so we had sold some of our swag um for raffle tickets and then just sold raffle tickets um for all these wild prizes and what ended up happening is so many other people and manufacturers and brands in the industry reached out and they were like, oh, hey, you know, we want to we want to donate to you and give raffle prizes, um, you know, to increase the sales for, or, you know, money taken in, I should say, um, for that. And so um, just the generosity of everyone involved was was so great. And we ended up with over 40 prizes, raising over $7,000. Um, and this year we have decided that we want to raise $10,000. So um, we are upping the ante this year. Um, and we are going to launch this raffle March 1st. Um, so that is going to be the kickoff date. We are going to have a special kickoff show, um, just where we showcase some of these prizes and it will run for eight weeks. Um, and we're going to try to raise $10,000 in eight weeks for the Scar Family Charitable Foundation. Yeah, you know, I'm really proud of, of the turnout from all of the, the fans, the viewers, the listeners um, that really came out and, and donated. You know, and yeah. I know there's a lot of cool prizes up for grabs and stuff oh too. God. Like, I get it. But the bigger picture is where the money went. Yep. Um, and I can tell you uh, the, the Fuente family and the Newman family were very, very happy 
um, with the donation that they received um, towards Cigar Family Charitable Foundation. And then I just, um, I, I wanted to do it again um, because it's such a great cause and it's it's such a great thing. And I wanted to try and up it from last year. So I was like, well, we did seven, let's go for 10. Yeah. Um, you know, it was our first run. We learned a lot from it. So using what we learned from that, we plan to be even better this this coming year. Yep. So um, trying to have to be uh, trying to get more prizes, more stuff. Um, run it a little bit longer, I think. Yep. I'm gonna sneeze. Uh, excuse okay. me. Sorry. Um, last time we did a six week, I think, run, and so this week we're or this time we're gonna do eight weeks. Um, and you know, it'll be a great opportunity again to win some rare things. We already have Maybe some. Maybe not. Oh, okay. Guess not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but last year we had, you know, very rare, um, Fuente cigars. Um, some interesting stuff. We uh, drew estate. We had that painting last year. Are you okay? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, we have, have some interesting prizes and, um, hopefully more to come on that. Yeah, actually, I think speaking of the Antonio, I think we're actually going to have yeah. that part of the raffle, too. Yep. Um, so if, if you saw that online and you were really curious about it, um, you're probably going to have a chance to win that in the raffle yep. that we have coming up. So keep an eye out for that, in addition to so many other great things. Um, so, yeah, again, just I want to thank everyone who, who from who donated you know money, who donated yep. prizes, everyone who's involved. Um, huge shout out to the Fuente and Newman families. Um, it's it's their charity, so a huge shout out to them. Um, and yeah, we're going we're going bigger this year. That's go it. Go bigger, go home. That's that's what I got. That's so hopefully hopefully we can do that, and uh, I'm really excited to see how that comes together. And maybe John can do that extended broadcast again. <laughs> oh yeah, he he did so good with that. Oh man. After like after like the two hour mark, I think he was definitely uh, it was a little sloshed on the wine, but he held it together pretty good, and he kept going. I think it was like twelve. Like it's a long time, man. I, it's started, a long time. We I don't started know. at what seven? You we were still sh- going at twelve o'clock. We should do a watch party <laughs> and like just reshare that broadcast because I, I, that was one of the best ones I think of the year. Yeah, we had guests <laughs> popping in. I mean, it was it, it got out of control. Yeah, people <laughs> were just coming in. Same um, who I, I know Cynthia came in. Yep, Cynthia uh, and she watched the whole thing, which was awesome. Yep. Um, well, yeah, and she hung out like after we. She hung yep. out till like one o'clock, and when I signed off, she said good night. Yeah, <laughs> she was there. She was there. She was all excited. Yep. Um, Dan Thompson, I think, came on. Kurt Kendall yep. came on. Did Terrence Riley come on? He might have. I don't might've. remember. I, it was so many people, and I was like, because we had to go, because we were flying down to Miami the next day, and we had to get all the packages ready to go so that oh it could go God. out while we were gone. And so we we were like, listen, we want to stay. John, you can keep rolling, but we got to go. And so we were listening to it, and we were watching it, and you did such a great job. Well, you might have to do that again. Yeah, we'll have a good time. We'll have a good time. We're going to raise $10,000 plus. It's going to be excellent. We'll have some great uh, great raffle items. I mean, this is going to be huge. We're going to blow it out of the pull out of the park yep. this year. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. And um, as I said, just stay tuned for more. Um, we'll be giving you guys more information as it is available. Uh, another thing that we're going to be rolling out in the next week um is going to be our smoke and tobacco awards yes um which we're really excited about we have a bunch of awards we're going to be giving away man of the year woman of the year uh brand of the year factory of the year um to just to name a few uh, and there'll be more than that um so we're really excited to roll those out but 
we have already played out our Cigar of the Year. Um, we started with our top 25 list that we had put out, and then we did our countdown of our top 10. And as we mentioned last week, and as you might have seen, if you follow us on social media or if you visit the website, Undercrown 10 from Drew Estate has officially been announced as our 2021 Cigar of the Year. So congratulations to Drew Estate. We're really proud um, for them. Great cigar. Uh, their their rollout of that cigar was really cool. Um, the way they did the freestyle event with the uh, the unbanded cigars. You got to guess what it is. And then they had the unveiling event. That was really cool. So, uh, and the cigars were were awesome. Um, I've been I've been smoking those nonstop all year. So that was a. Uh, but again, the the top three cigars, I feel were. Uh, they were all really good. All 25 were good. The top 10 were really strong. But even the top three, I remember just being like, man, these are... St- and let's go over the top 10. Let's read them off. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so our number one was the Drew Estate Undercrown Tentoro. Um, number two was All Saints um, Cigars St. Francis the Robusto. That cigar was fucking awesome. Um, the Rocky Patel 60 was number three. Great, great cigar. Um, number four was the J.C. Newman, the American Double Robusto, which oh. came out this year. Um, That's a really unique cigar, too. I mean, it's yep. super awesome. unique. Oh, yep. so good. Um, number five was the Perdomo 10th Anniversary Maduro Epicure. It's my favorite Perdomo Maduro of all time. Number six, the McAuliffe A. Churchill. Great Amazing. cigar. Um, Probably their best cigar yet. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, number seven, the Placencia Alma Fuerte Colorado Sixto. Oh, yes. Yeah. Plus, you know, Placencia, can I just say really quick? Placencia has just been doing such a great job lately. Some of the stuff they put out. Um, and that one was just no exception. I mean, we ha- the first time I had that cigar, it was actually the three of us, and we were at City Cigar in Miami. And I remember having that cigar, and I was just like, damn, this cigar <laughs> is good. Um, I love that cigar. And I love the shape, too. It's so unique. And the innovation with the band. Yeah, and then later yeah, the bi- yeah, later on, they announced that they were going to have a, um, an NFC uh, chip in the back of the band where when it gets close to your phone, it'll bring up information about the cigar. Um, that's another innovation that I think we kind of forgot about. Um, that we're probably going to see more and more of going forward is these these special uh, near-field communication chips on bands. Or I think some of them might even just do QR codes. But, but even in the shop, having that, you know, you walk into some shops and, you know, they don't have a lot of information, um, you know, next to the box or anything like that. And I feel like having something like that would help consumers just kind of educate themselves if there's yeah. not enough you know manpower in the store or anything like that um you know people want to know what they're smoking they want to know the notes they want to they want to learn so just you know talking about that um, absolutely i feel like as uh, lots of industries are going to take on that technology um and sorry so just moving on um number eight was the monte cristo 1935 anniversary nicaragua churchill um, number nine, the Jake Wyatt Lithium Bellicoso. Um, and then number 10 was the HVC Hotcake Grand Canon. Grand Canyon. Canyon. Yeah, really okay. good cigar. Um, yeah, I mean, even even putting together the top 10 was, was tough to do. I mean, th- there was a lot of good cigars, a lot of good contenders. You know, uh, my blanket statement out there to everyone who was like, why wasn't I not Cigar of the Year? Why was I not in the top 10? Why was I not in the top 25? Look. It's hard, man. There's a lot of cigars that come out. Yep. They're all really good. Um, you know, but it, it's not a single decision. You know, it's a it's a decision that's that's kind of voted on internally with, with multiple people that we have. Um, and it just kind of laid the way it did. Um, 
and and that, and that's it really and that's all i'll really say i mean there's there's next year and there's gonna be a whole different list next year there's gonna be a new winner next year so yeah i'm just i'm really happy with the way it turned out you know like as i said um and there's a lot of good contenders uh everyone does it kind of differently we do it our own way coop does it their way the, the half wheel consensus is done a certain way cigar aficionado's done a certain way um tobacco business does it a certain way so cigar journal does it a certain way so everyone does it different um i think you'll still see a lot of similarities on these lists too i think there's a good handful of cigars i think you're all going to see on every list and in similar positions i mean we already saw some similarities oh yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean it, there's definitely not a lot there's not a lot of surprises on that list there's some uh, our list in general um but there's definitely uh there's definitely a lot out there absolutely so. Um, and then we did have a question um, from Dan Thompson, um, who did ask, Smoke and Tobacco Super Bowl halftime show this year. Oh. Of course. John, I forgot about that. Of course. Yeah. yeah we got we to do did, that again. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, so I'll be on Coop's show on February 8th doing the big game show that we do every year. Yeah. That's become a tradition, so that'll be fun. And, yeah, we'll do the, we'll do the Smoke and Tobacco uh, halftime show. Uh, with LFD, we'll have that going on. We'll be smoking special football editions, and uh, that'll be either live, either be here in Orlando, or I'll be in California. So I'm not sure. I haven't finalized that yet. I don't uh, but we will do the halftime show, and, and we'll do a post game show too. Well, it's the first Sunday in February, so oh, I don't oh. know the date, but that's and when it is. And there we go, because I don't watch sports. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the Super Bowl is going to be. It's at SoFi this year, right? Yeah, it's it's actually the second Sunday this year, I believe. Because, oh, it is. Uh, they have the well, they have yeah. the seventeen game season. Ooh, so oh, it's that's a true. <laughs> that's true. So yeah, the Super so Bowl has week, changed. Next, second yeah. Sunday, so, um, February thirteenth. Ooh. Yeah, so we'll be ready to roll. Mm. Actually, you know what? I'll probably be in Orlando because the next day is Valentine's Day. So, but yeah, we'll be doing that halftime show. So get ready as soon as the halftime show hits. We'll be going live immediately. Absolutely, and we'll talk all about. You know how well Tom Brady does, um, you know, in the first half. <laughs> um, you know, so <laughs> just you know, throwing that out there. <laughs> we'll talk about you know all the plays that Tom makes in the first half against whoever he ends up playing. Um, you know, a lot of good teams this year, but you know, I think it's safe to say, you know, Tom, Tom, that, gonna, Tom will make another run. Show. <laughs> that halftime show was one of our most viewed segments mm -hmm. shows or whatever it was of the entire year it was crazy oh yeah. Uh, yeah how many people tuned into that in the after show and we didn't even um, we didn't even pump that up or promote it no we didn't decide to do it until the game started yeah oh, yeah <laughs> so like hey so, we should do a halftime show so like, for right, a, let's do it so for a last minute thing you're right we've <laughs> done pretty well with that <laughs> uh but yeah we will we'll definitely plan on doing it uh, again this year um that was a really fun one. I yeah. forgot all about that one. That one was really fun. There's so many great, you know, great things that happen. It's a whole year. I know. There's a lot of things. You forget, like, sometimes it goes by so quick that when you get to the end and you look back, you don't realize how much has actually happened um, mm -hmm. in that time. So, and that's why this show is always fun because we can actually take a minute to stop and be like, oh, wow, I forgot about that. And, oh, yeah, that was great. And you actually take that all in at once. Hey, um, we didn't even mention yet. We got engaged this year. Yeah, we got engaged this year as well. John was not the only one yeah. um, to, to start his foundation. Uh, we did as well mm -hmm. um, back in July at PCA in Las Vegas. So, yeah, there was that too. Yeah. Um, it's, just been, it's just been a very rewarding year, I would say. 
for a lot of people, for everybody, really. Yeah. Um, nothing too, um, even though, like on the FDA front and like the legislative stuff up there, there was there was some good stuff to come out of the um, out of DC this year. You know, with uh, the stoppage of the substantial equivalence, and you know, we had Glenn Loop on a few weeks ago talking about the change in uh, change of the head of the FDA. Very excited about that. At least Glenn was. I don't. He's very <laughs> excited about that change. So yeah, I mean, good things all around on all fronts, really. Um, you know, I'm which excited. I which I think is good considering the year we had before, which was probably one of the worst years of all time, um, arguably, depending on who you ask. Um, for everybody, uh, all around. So yeah, 2021 was kind of the year that made it a little bit better. I think 2020 was like the year that didn't happen. 2021 was the year that made it better. So 2022 has to be even better. So I'm really excited for that. Oh yeah, absolutely. And we, we have a lot planned. So um, we're already kicking off the year by uh, going to TPE at the end of January. So yep. you'll see a lot of coverage from us there. Um, for those of you who didn't tune into our PCA coverage of last year, um, so this is our first TPE. And what we will be doing is going around and doing five minute segments only um short clips very short clips um of just seeing what's new out there and what uh companies are bringing to tpe if anything and um that's it just five minutes boom done um and getting them up as quickly as possible <laughs> but um that'll be fun so we're kicking off the year doing that we're going to be at the great smoke in february um which will be phenomenal as well um and PCA again, perhaps um, some out of the country trips later this year or later yeah. next year. <coughs> um, yes, there is the strong possibility that we will be traveling internationally in 2022, um, probably to the Dominican Republic. Yeah. So keep an eye out for some very exclusive factory content that we could be putting out as well. Yep. Um, just to kind of lightly tease that there. We haven't really finalized that yet, but it's something that we're working on planning right now. So it's coming. We need uh, some smoke and tobacco coverage from some farms. We do. We do. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of great places down there. Yep. La Flor Dominicana is definitely one that we'll, we will be at um, when we do go. That is, um, you know, among among many others that I don't want to say yet until <clears throat> we finalize our yes. our plans with those manufacturers. But there's a handful, more than a handful of manufacturers that we have already been discussing with about visiting uh, down there. So keep an eye out for that because that's going to be some really, really cool stuff. And you know what? There's not a lot of <clears throat> strong coverage from those areas too. Like there, there's stuff out there. You can find it online, but there's not a lot of video and, and stuff like that. And I, I want to give out just a little bit of a shout out to Aganorsa, um, who's actually done a really good job of getting a lot more video and, and photo content out there. They, they have Gil now who does a lot yep. of stuff with them. Um, really showcasing what they have going on down in Nicaragua. Really, really cool stuff. Um, and I think there definitely needs to be more of that. So that's definitely on our radar, and that's kind of what we're shooting for next. Yep. So um, I'm really excited for that. Like I said, I can't say too much yet because it all hasn't really been finalized, but there, there's something there, and there's something coming. So uh, just stay tuned for that. And um, I think you're going to like what we want to do. So yeah, I'm really excited for that. Uh, John, you're more quiet. <laughs> you're you're more quiet on this episode than you normally. A lot of people know John Carney as being a very chatty Kathy um, Wait. on, well, shows, on, on uh, these uh, talk shows. 
Do we get a soap review tonight? Oh fuck! I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I have I have my bathroom door unlocked, so for the outside, so I could we could do a soap mm. review. Uh, no, you guys were talking, so I, I didn't want to interrupt. And then um, I'm just getting I'm getting over a cold, mm. so I uh, that was kind of annoying. So I'm getting over that, and I still got a little lag from travel. And uh, we just celebrated Christmas with my wife's uh, immediate family yesterday. Uh, oh, last wow. night, and, uh, and I may uh, we may have heavily indulged, so I'm a little tired today as well. Oh, that means Fair. John drank a lot of wine last night, and he's feeling it. So <laughs> that's what that's exactly what that means. I will tell you firsthand because I've been there with him <laughs> so many times. He is he is yeah, at we had a wine hangover we had right now. Real nice bottles of Stag's Leap. I had the Stag's Leap Chase Creek in 2017. I had a 2018 bottle of cast 23 so two real high-end wines that was nice so we enjoyed that i enjoyed one of these cigars last night too by the fire after everybody left and um yeah it was awesome man we had a blast it was great we actually enjoyed a bottle of stag's leap wine cellars slv from the cast 23 club oh yes um we made that with our beef tenderloin right yes yeah yeah yeah. it's great yeah it was great um that was a great bottle of wine um I haven't really been drinking a lot of wine lately. Uh, just kind of, I don't know, not for any reason. But um, I've been drinking more wine the last week or so, getting back into wine. And uh, that was just a phenomenal bottle, really. Mm-hmm. It's really got me thinking about joining the Cast 23 Club. I know you're, I think you're <laughs> still a member of that. Are you still a member of the Cast 23? I, I, I am. I, I actually, I ended it this last year. Um, I'm still doing the Gary V Wine Club, mm. and then I did end the. <clears throat> I had a couple of shipments that got screwed up um, with the Cast Twenty Three Club, so I, I put it on hold for the end of this year. I'm going to probably get back into it at the end of next year. My wife and I are planning a trip out to Napa at some time next year, so I'll probably join it back nice. up next year. The problem I have here's what happens to it. It's like four hundred bucks, all right, and you get like two or three bottles, and they're always great bottles, and they're bottles that really you ought to sit on. And keep for an extended period of time, but they come in and I drink them. So like I went through like four hundred and eighty dollars worth of wine last night in two bottles. I just don't want to regularly do that, and I have no self control with the wine that comes in because I want to drink it um, and enjoy it with friends, family. So I was just like the way to have me stop drinking, you know, two three hundred dollar bottles of wine on a regular basis, and you know, making a financial commitment towards that. Uh, was to just stop it. <laughs> so so I stopped Fair. for a brief time. I will end up doing it again. Uh, but I just ended the year. I was like, I, I can't I can't do that. New baby, that kind of stuff, you know. That that's like childcare for a month. You have to be a responsible dad, John. You yeah. have to be. Yeah, so sometimes being responsible um is just taking away the temptation. Uh, but yeah, I, I love it. Stags leave some of my favorite stuff and uh, that S L V you had um is fantastic. That's all that's proprietary uh Sorry, single single vineyard vintage, uh, so it's all grapes from the Stag's Leap Vineyard. Um, so, like Chase Creek is from one of their growers. There's another one called Botello, uh, which is really nice from another one of their their providers that provides grapes. But SLV is strictly 100% from uh, there. So it'd be like smoking an Opus X or like an LG. It's 100% Dominican from Puente or LFB, um, or 100% Nicaraguan uh, when you smoke some of those cigars. Uh, from Nicaragua, like Nicar almost got Nicaraguan uh, puros, so the same concept as that, but 100% from SLV. So that's a that's a great wine that you guys had. 
And um, I think also for next year, in terms of the show, you know, I know we have um, a lot of cigar industry guests that come on, but I think it's time, too, that we sprinkle in some um, alcohol pairing episodes for people. Um, you know, maybe having like a rum episode, a tequila episode, mm. um, a whiskey episode, Absolutely. a wine episode, um, where we actually dive in and, and get some great brands that pair with specific cigars where the pairing is just perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect marriage. That's there. definitely something we, we're going to work on next year um, as well. Um, I do want to hit our top three segment really yeah. quick because I have a very interesting one for John. Ooh. All right, top three. Our top three is brought to you by so Room Room One Hundred and One. Uh, room One Hundred and One Brands is more than it's more than just a brand; it's a lifestyle. Check out Room One Hundred and One Cigars, Room One Hundred and One Gin, fantastic gin. And I don't like gin, but I like that one. And while you're at it, go check out Room One Hundred and One dot com. Check out all of their jewelry and apparel that they have. It's really awesome, awesome stuff. And um, they are having a sale right now, thirty percent off on Room One Hundred and One. They are. Dot com. Good on, the, call. on their jewelry and whatnot, not on cigars, but yes. um, 30% off, I believe. Right yeah, go over to room101.com and check that out and take advantage of that sale while you can. Uh, so, John, our top three tonight is going to be just for you. It doesn't have to be exclusive to soap reviews, but what were your top three favorite soaps that you discovered this year? It mean, it could be just like something that you bought at the grocery store for like the sink in the kitchen. You were like, "Wow, this is really nice." No review, but like just whatever you found, you were like, "Wow." Wow, the I will say, uh, Trader Joe's has some seasonal soaps. There was a pumpkin spice mm-hmm. one that my wife got. Uh, I, this year, I really was basic white girl. I got into the pumpkin spice thing <laughs> quite heavily. And um, by the way, did you know on the front of the Apple computer on the front left side, there's a magnet? Yes, I did. I didn't know that. Is that a mag safe? Like, can I put something there and charge it? Um, I don't know, to be honest with you. My my Fuente cutter is sticking there, and it's awesome. It's not moving or anything. Isn't it just for their charger? Like, because it sticks in? I think no, I he's talking about like up here. Oh, on the uh, yeah. yeah, so I'm there. yeah I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put some there and see if it charges. Um, <laughs> so <clears throat> that that soap, the pumpkin spice thing, was one that was a little shocking to me that I liked it. Um, so that was really good. It had really good feel to it. The the I'm not gonna say that was number one because I know what my number one was. Um, pine tar continues to be my favorite mm. squash thing. Mm. I love the pint car. That's fantastic. But my favorite find of the year is still Dr. Squatch is just doing some creative stuff. They got some great licensing agreements. Um, I got that set of the Star Wars set of the Dr. Squatch. Oh, I remember that. that yeah. Top. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Darth Maul in it, Yoda, um, Stormtrooper, I think, in it, and then Darth Vader. That, that was my. That's probably my favorite find of the year. I thought that was a really cool set when it popped up. I, I liked that a lot. The most underwhelming one for me was honestly the American soap, the red, white, and blue one. It was kind of, mm. yeah, it was dull. But yeah, I'll say that, that the one that shocked me when I randomly used it was that pumpkin. And it's the one that comes in the liquid. It's like a watery one, but it came out really foamy. I thought that was great. And then the um, the Squatch Pine Tar remains top top soap of all time. And then my best favorite find was the Squatch. Uh, so, but yeah, I'm going to try to do some stuff outside of Dr. Squatch. I got some great collections. Um, I'm, I think this year 
what I'm going to start to do is I start to travel again significantly more is I'm going to start doing soap reviews from hotel soaps. So I'm going to grab soaps from on the road, really? bring them back and try them. Yep. Cause I have a few that I've already collected so far. Uh, so I think for my resolution for the soap in 2022 is I'm going to start doing uh, soap reviews and talking about soaps from hotels. Interesting. Very interesting. Like you know, that's a good concept because a lot of times, like, I mean, I bring a lot of my own stuff when I travel. I bring everything because I like to, I like to have all my own stuff. But a lot of times, you do find the soaps in the hotel rooms are like, ooh, it's like, oh, this is nice, it's luxurious, it's fancy. Like um, the Hotel Haya. I was just gonna say that in so Tampa, Hotel Haya, their soap stuff amazing. And oh, then yeah. I looked it up; their body wash is like really expensive. Actually, I ended up buying it because I loved it, but <laughs> it was really good. It was really. <laughs> good. A lot of times, just like... all, all I'm gonna say though is our to our friends at J.C. Newman when they start opening their hotel mm. and they want some consulting on soaps, you know who to ask. Oh the soap connoisseur oh absolutely um, that should be a you should have like just a whole nother page i thought it was funny when we the first time nick perdomo came on the show john you were with us the second time i think it was me you and nick right i've, I've been with both i've been to both nick uh, both the nick's uh appearances and the first one i think you'll remember because we ended up doing we had a sports segment previously on the show which we got into and he wasn't too interested and i was shocked because he's such a sports guy and I was like, really? Nick Perdomo? Like, it's fucking, this dude has got, like, every jersey in his office. Loves sports. Loves football. Roll Tide. And we were like, okay, whatever. And we moved on. We got to the soap segment. He was so fascinated <laughs> with that soap segment. I was like, really? I thought he was going to be like, what the hell is this? Why am I on here? And he was, like, into it. <laughs> Which was Again, so I think the cool. Second, I think the second show was the last time he was on, I think was the last show that I was on. And it was right before the baby came because we were guessing baby dates. And you know, his uh, his little granddaughter was born, and he and I were texting back and forth. That was nice. So congratulations to them. I'm sure they're all doing great. But uh, I think he was a little disappointed that we didn't have soap that day. Yeah. Because um, I was sitting out in my garage because it was pouring rain uh, here in Orlando, and I was I had the, the the computer on the back of my truck, and it was that was an adventure. But uh, but yeah, he was really into this. I, I think that's the thing that's most surprising how people how many people have like really did engage in it i think the hotel soap game is going to be a game changer because people want to know about what we do on the road yeah what our experiences are like um and it's going to be a really great chance for me to capture uh, hotel bathrooms and get pictures i think i'll do more pictorial type review kind of uh, concepts and then, than just video uh but that, that'll be coming up in uh in 2022 interesting yeah i think you know a lot of times you go to especially if you, even if it's at least a halfway decent hotel sometimes you get surprised there's some there's some sweet soaps in there um most of the vegas hotels very luxurious too so usually you find them in there uh, hotel hire in tampa had it as nicole said really nice stuff um but yeah but you're right when we're on the road and you travel like what, what do you what do you find in your room just waiting for you um if i remember correctly so, didn't i try to didn't i try when we were in Florida, there was one hotel we were at because we stayed at a, a bunch of hotels in Florida this year. Um, I feel like there was one, was it Hotel Hyatt when I I texted John because you guys stayed there yeah. too and I was like, bro, did you see the soap in the bathroom? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yo, was we gotta re, we gotta review that. <laughs> yeah, it was Hotel Hyatt and uh, th that place was fantastic. 
and we got um, we we got rooms were right next to each other essentially. Yeah. So we, I could see you out on your balcony. But we had we had I not we I, I my last trip of the year was to Omaha, Nebraska. Other than being up in the Northeast, um, so I flew out to Omaha and I stayed at this hotel called the Farnham. It's brand new. It just opened up. It's part of the autograph collection, and I had a the shower. I had the whole. Let me. I don't have my phone, so I don't know if I can show this. But the the whole shower was like a room, and it had about twenty different water spouts. It had built-in Bose speakers that were Bluetooth. What the to fill the bathtub up? It came out of the out of the ceiling. It just dropped down in. So I took like five showers in the short time I was there. I was there for one night, and their soap was epic. And so wasn't their hand lotions. So I saved all of that stuff. To, that's what kind of inspired me. Uh, to do that it was called the Farnham and the, the, I got an upgrade and the suite was called the Billionaire Suite it was super cool it was a really good way to end the year and uh, I had, we had a great event out there but that's what inspired me on the soap because I'm like man I'm running into this stuff there are some perks with traveling as much as you do you, you know upgrades and different things and the soap there I'm like this is this is the next next generation time. of reviewing soap oh yeah. yeah well to be fair it did start in the airport terminals Mm-hmm. Now you've come full circle to it's still travel themed, but now it's mm-hmm. it's it's just in the hotel rooms, which I think is going to be a a very interesting take. So we're excited to see that. Uh, Nicole, we do have our final winner to announce for our giveaway. We do. Um, this and this is the final winner, so it, it is it is over by now. If you have been following along, <laughs> so that it'll be it'll be done. There's no more. Um, also, for the previous winners, I got to ask this. Um, if you didn't know. The winnings will all be shipped um, after tonight. We were waiting until all four winners were crowned, and we're going to ship them all together. So if you didn't get yeah. it yet, that's why. We were just gonna, we were shipping them all together at the same time. So just it, it, it is still coming. Don't worry. Um, we just wanted to send all the packages together. Um, yeah. And so just keep an eye out for those going forward after tonight. Um, what is this? Uh, there's a question here. Which one? Oh. Oh, interesting, question. interesting question. And John, I'll, I'll yeah. let you even start on this one. Um, I am new to the cigar world, so my question is, what's the best way to store my cigars if I don't yet have a humidor? Uh, John, I'll let you start, and I'll chime in. My, my, my recommendation, if you don't have a humidor and you're going to be getting one um, or you're holding off, if you have a small amount of cigars, uh, my recommendation are small, like, Ziploc bags or the large gallon ones. You can just drop in the little Boveda packs. Um, those are great. That's a really easy way yep. how to store cigars. Um, if you're waiting on getting a substantial humidor and you have a lot of cigars, the best thing to do is to go get an ice cooler uh, like that you can get at Target, Walmart. Like an igloo anywhere. or a Coleman? Uh, yeah, an igloo cooler. Yep. Just get one of those, throw the Boveda packs in there, and, and put your cigars in. That's the best way to do it. Uh, the cooler doesn't absorb moisture, so it, it re- it, the cigars will be the only thing absorbing. Uh, from those that reverse osmosis system of the Boveda packs, and uh, that's my recommendation. Now, my wife got me a, uh, it's, I think it's called Andu or Endu. It's a cooler. It's like a humidor. Cooler. Oh, the Audu. And yeah, yeah. So she got me one of those. It's freaking awesome, and it was a cool surprise. And uh, so I'm using that right now. Awesome. Yeah, those are always cool. Yeah, I mean anything really like that that you can seal because that's part of it too. Is you know, uh, you want to keep the seal on it to keep that moisture and the humidity content inside. 
Um, so yeah, plastic Tupperware, plastic bags, coolers, even um, you know what? And you've used these, and I've used it too. You know the foam, like the foam cooler that they ship steaks in. Yep. Yep. Like if you yep. save one of those, um, I we yep. got one, and I purposely told Nicole like, no, we're saving that because it's a good like, good size little thing to like if you have like some boxes and a bunch of singles you go into an event or something it's a great way to just throw them in there it's temporary it's not going to be like your long-term solution yeah, but hey. but it works in the short term it'll keep them fresh i use one i, I have a cabinet humidor up in maine uh, but i use i use one of those uh foam containers for some of my boxes up in maine so it, it can be a permanent solution obviously it's i don't have it out on display uh, but i do have uh, you know 10, 10, 15 boxes of cigars in one that, that I've been using for about eight years. Yeah. And and there's a lot of ways that you can tackle this. The next step up from from the plastic bags would be just a travel humidor. So you have your Pelican case. Um, and you'll see, you know, at a lot of retailers, they sell like <coughs> usually the five count ones, but you can buy a Pelican brand um, and take the foam out and it's a waterproof airtight container. Yeah, that's true too. Um, yeah, one of my travel humidors is actually like a... I think it's yeah, the Pelican 1150, which is mostly used, I would say, like as a handgun case, given its shape and its size, yeah. or it could be used for like small electronics. But it's a good, you know, handheld, probably about, I don't know, about the size of this Arturo Fuente box. Um, but it has that seal on it, too. So you can put cigars, a Povader in there, and it clamps shut, seals. Um, so that works. When we came back from Florida, we had our full, we have a, you know, a big suitcase yeah. size Pelican for all of our equipment. And um, we bought a lot of stuff down in Florida, and I used that to get all my cigars home because I was like, well, I can put them all in here, and I threw a bunch of Boveda packets in there, and I closed it shut, and I took it right on the plane. Um, that kept them all nice and fresh. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, there's tons of options out there that you can use um, other than just a standard you know, wooden yeah. box or a cabinet humidor. The only thing <coughs> I would say is make sure that you know with um, some of the, the – lower end options like a ziploc bag or, or whatever invest in maybe like one of the cigar medic things to check the humidity on the cigars oh or yeah even just a little um i don't know what they're called the really tiny like um like digital um ones that you buy there's like a pack of 12 like it's 12 bucks for like a pack four on you're talking about little like digital hygrometers yeah yeah just, yeah. just like a little one yeah just so you keep track yeah of it. because yeah. you know certain things too um you know, if they're not sealing correctly, you want to know. So you do want to make sure you're monitoring these things to make sure that, you know, your cigars are being taken care of. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, there's ways to do that as well if you're on a budget. So lots of lots of different options. And we could even have like a whole episode <laughs> just on. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Uh, on cover. humidors from, you know, budget to high end. Like there's a lot that can be discussed there. Absolutely. Um, so do we have a winner for that giveaway? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Kind of got all turned around there. No. Um, do you want to announce? Uh, no, go ahead. I'll let you do this one. Um, so our winner, I am not sure of his name, but his handle is pipes underscore tobaccos underscore cigars underscore smoke. Um, (laughs) and he is going to be the last winner of our, um, of our giveaway. And that is for the, um, the big bag, the big bag, the big bag, which I can't even close because it's so full. Yeah. Um, but the big bag of cigars um, from our personal humidors yep. that we each kind of like pick some singles out of different stuff yep. and put it all together. Um, so congratulations to all of the winners in the giveaway. All of your uh, prizes will be shipped out. Um, thank you for everyone who contributed, played along. Participated. Participated. Yep. Sorry, that's what I was really looking for. <laughs> um, 
it was really fun. We love doing those from time to time. So it was really awesome to do that for the holidays and kind of give some stuff away. Um, but then, of course, we, we do have the, the charity raffle coming up. So we'll be giving more stuff away. So don't miss that. Um, I think we really covered everything that I wanted to cover tonight in terms of our year in review. Do either of you have anything you want to add? You know, I, it's, it's, it was a great year. I'm looking forward to the new year starting soon. A lot of great, exciting things in the industry, uh, personal-wise. Uh, a lot of fulfilling things going on uh, in my personal life. And, uh, no, it's just been a great year, man. It's a, looking back, there's so much stuff's gone on. Um, I just know everything's going to be even more exciting next year. So I'm, I'm, this is a great wrap-up and a great chance to reminisce and, and glad to be back on the show. And uh, I'll be back on a little bit more as the year starts. So we'll, we'll – uh, Hopefully see me around a little bit more as I get into a little more of a normal routine. But, no, it's been great. Thank you guys for having me having me as part of everything. I, I really love the top ten list this year. Um, and I was, I was looking at the website quite a bit uh, during the show. If people haven't jumped on, there's, there's a lot of great stuff on the website. I'm really impressed with uh, with how that's looking. Uh, so, you know, smokingtobacco.com, a great place to jump on. Um, and see some resources on industry news and just on odds and ends of different show stuff. And, uh, yeah, we got new gourmet smoke sessions coming next year, a bunch of new cigars coming uh, for that, some fun new concepts for season two, and uh, all sorts of exciting things happening at LFD. So it's uh, button up, put your tray tables and seat backs in the full upright and lock position. Uh, this plane's about to take off for, uh, for a great year. Boom. Boom. Wow. What a way to end the show. Um, and it's great that you brought up the website. So we are doing some revamping just to make it a little bit more streamlined. Um, so with the website, um, that's where you're going to find um, Cigar Industry News is really just kind of what we're pushing with that. Um, obviously, it links to all of our other content, but we are pushing for just you to uh, as a viewer to be able to click on it and just get to the latest cigar news. Um, and especially as we do coverage of the trade shows going into this year, just making it more user-friendly. So there's that. And I know we don't ask very often to do this, but please like and subscribe, especially on YouTube. That's super helpful for us. So, um, you know, if you haven't done that, we would really appreciate it. Um, you know, we don't say that enough, I feel like, but <laughs> it is important. Always like yeah. and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Yes. We love having you guys along. So I, I have one thing. What? So what? you guys taking it easy for New Year's Eve, you said, right? You're going to be... Hit land low this year. Yep. Yeah, just kind of chilling. I'm doing a family murder mystery. Wow. So Whoa. My wife and I are throwing a, a murder mystery party, a 1920s themed murder mystery. There has tomorrow. been a murder in Savannah. Yep, I, Whoever knows I that, you're awesome. Sorry. That's, uh, is that from the Garden of the. Garden no, of no, 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 no. I know no, where it's no, from. No, no, no. It's from a very popular television show. And you're going to kick yourself. There has been a murder in Savannah. The office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I said you're going to kick yourself so, if you don't know it. <laughs> so that's going to be a great time. My, my role is a gangster. I'll be playing a mobster. Uh, so we, that'll be exciting. We'll be posting some pictures and stuff up on that, and I'll be smoking some cigars tomorrow night. <clears throat> and uh, the cool thing is uh, this is where the house we're hosting it at is my mother-in-law's house. It's right across the lake from Disney World. So we're going to get the Disney World New Year's Eve oh, fireworks yeah. Ooh, at midnight. Good for you. That is going to be a good a good time. Yeah. I want to see some I want to see some some video of that. It should go live. I want to see that. It's going to be awesome. 
Hey, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, we will. And, and tomorrow night, uh, we are keeping it low-key here. Um, we are doing C&C, so cigars and Chinese food. Yeah. That's <laughs> what yeah. we're doing. Um, but we actually, um, for those of you, if you are also laying low, I just feel like a lot of people are, um, you know, getting sick lately. Um, and if you're staying in this year, great. We might either plan a herf or hop into someone else's herf. So you'll see us around. And if we do, we'll share it. So check yeah, out absolutely. our page tomorrow if you want to. I feel like. Jump on and hang yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, we want to hang out with people. So if you're keeping it, you know, low key, we can smoke together still. Absolutely. It's been a while since we've done that. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely circle back to that one. And uh, hopefully we can make that happen. Yeah. But I think that's going to do it. That's really going to do it for 2021 for us here at Spoken Tobacco. This is this is the end right here. This yeah. is the end. Um, so in closing, thank you to everybody yeah. uh, for always supporting us and everything that we do. Um, thank you f- to everyone who's helped us along the way. And uh, congratulations to Drew Estate, Cigar of the Year. Everyone who made the list, um, congrats to the winners who have yet to be announced. We'll do that soon. Thank you to all um, of our supporters. Thank you to all of our supporters. Absolutely. Yeah. We can't stress that enough. We can't do what we do without you. Um, you know, yeah. McAuliffe Cigars, JC Newman, Room 101, uh, Drew Estate. LFD. LFD. Absolutely. Two Guys. Uh, two Guys Cigars. Yeah. So really thank you guys for um, for being in, being here with us and believing in us. We really appreciate it. And um, that's all I got. So we'll see you next year in 2022, which is on Tuesday with Abe DeBabna (laughs) from Smoke In. All right. That's our next one. Happy New Year. Yay. Happy New Year, everybody. Take care. We'll see you on Tuesday. All right. Bye, everyone.